0: What's up, everyone? This is your host, Daniel. And Javi, and you're listening to the Brown Sound Podcast. We're just two brown best amigos talking about everything and anything through a Latino and indigenous perspective. In this podcast, we uplift indigenous and Latino
1: insights on a variety of topics that highlight the intersectionality of both cultures.
0: Expect some tears, joy, and definitely laughter. Imagine chilling with your two best friends, talking smack, and throwing a little shade. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> what's What's
1: up, everyone? This is Jamie and Hobby. Yeah, we are back with the Brown Sound Season Five, Episode Eleven, with your favorite hosts. Your Hey, what do people? Is it hostess with the mostess? Is that what people say? And and is hostess like a woman host, or is that? <laughs>
0: My pronouns are he, him, his. I, every time I hear hostess, I always think of the sweets, like the little Twinkies and stuff. Um, I just. So, they better just, not call me a hostess. That's <laughs> offensive. <laughs> I think of like
1: Applebee's and the people oh, who like yeah. wait to say that's what I think people, about. It. You love I, Applebee's. I mean, I I I think I ne- me and my family <laughs> unnecessarily go there too much, but they have those like half off appetizers like mm-hmm. at nine. So you know you get there with the good little bevvy. Those are that could be a vibe, yeah. bro. That could be a vibe. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Love. I always feel like their drinks aren't as strong though. Like when they try to advertise like two for oh, yeah. one margaritas and it's just like all juice, barely any tequila. Yeah, like the, it. it's like sugar too. It's like these yeah, uh, aren't
1: even that good. Oh, I'm gonna get cancelled by the Applebee's fan
0: The bees? The beehive? Are they the beehive too? I, guess. Yeah, no, I, I I, like my drinks to smack me across the face when I take oh, a drink. you, you, know, you like, you like, like, like
1: your drinks to smack you, cheek eggs. Nice. Yeah.
0: A little you know, a little
1: is where do you like to be smacked by your drinks, In the cheeks. Your face or which two right the chicks? mouth. Nah, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's crazy. Hey, I was going to ask you, last week you talked about going to Roundup. What happened oh, to you this weekend? Man. Do you remember? <laughs> I'm like, if
0: I could tell you, I would. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. No, Roundup was definitely a freaking, it was like a scene out of the movie Hangover. Like, oh, yeah, I bet. All weekend was crazy. It was a lot of fun. The, I mean, I shared on Facebook, or I think it was Instagram. I was like, if you saw me at Roundup, no, you didn't. <laughs> because yeah, it uh, was yeah, it was it was fun. It was a lot of fun as definitely crazy I mean that's just Pendleton Roundup in general it's always yeah. very wild everyone's always on like uh like from zero to a hundred so it was, it was funny
1: because you FaceTime me at like two in the morning with this girl who looked like my cousin Karen. No. And you're like, I was like no dog. I did, did. <laughs> and I, mean, I was like bro that is awesome no. and that, it, it, she yeah she was a pretty mm. Latina so I'm like get it she just, get it
0: <laughs> no no I definitely did not FaceTime uh anybody I I did I did notice those Saturday or no. Yeah. It was Friday night. There was a call that was put out and I was like, dang it. Why did I do that? Uh,
1: what are the you know, um, you, know, um. you know,
0: you know, there's always that person you call it. Like, it's always on your mind. I guess if you're in that, in the spirit world, <laughs> if you're like, yeah, I remember like, it was just, yeah, you know, it was good it was times. wild. Yeah. Good times. All I'll say yeah. is Pendleton roundup. It did what it had to do. It was a good way to wrap up. The, <laughs> it was a good, it was a good way to wrap up the summer. Like, Festivities now that fall's approaching, I'm not going to be like outside as much. After round, right. I'm like, you know what? I got it all out. I'm good. I'll just that's good. It served its purpose. It sounds yeah, like, like yeah, yeah, like I said, it did what it had to do. You know. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, i'm
1: excited i'm excited for that journey for you um and i'm glad, Ho- I'm glad hopefully i'll glad get, to get that, get
0: that to... call in nine months just kidding <laughs> <laughs> like hey <laughs> i'm gonna need you to come and take a test just kidding no. that's nah, all I'm funny
1: not... speaking yeah, of was... kids cheek ex <laughs> <laughs> oh good transition now. yeah i know uh, i see, I my, see. Uh, i've been going to my nephew uh my nephew Elias's uh soccer games this weekend mm-hmm. so if you remember my nephew Leah is four years old. He's got like a lot of energy and we put him into soccer. So my sister and our family are mm-hmm. the last couple of weekends he's had games and he's MVP. So he's oh, making his first game he made eight goals out of all the oh, little kids. Wow. Uh, nine <laughs> if nine if you count the auto goal he made because he he got confused and scored on wow. his own teammates. But um you know he's he's uh he's doing a lot of like good and I feel like those kind of things as a little kid are like really important to do. Mm-hmm. I never got to do them as a little kid because my family was immigrant the focus was work. We 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 stayed with my grandma who gave us coffee. Uh, you know we were we were we
0: were doing I'm, other things. I'm I'm glad your nephew got like your brother's sports ability though, because yours <laughs> I would be worried. I would be like you're probably sitting on the bench, poor guy. Well, <laughs> you
1: know, Cheek X, uh I I will say this: soccer has never been my thing. When I was a little kid, mm-hmm. I got glasses when I was in fifth grade, and like every freaking time, because like all my all my cousins Play soccer growing up. Everybody played mm-hmm. soccer. And as a little kid, uh, I'd always get hit in the face with a soccer Uh-oh. ball with my glasses. <laughs> and I broke them a few times, and our, our family didn't have money for that. So I was wow. just like, Okay, I guess until I can Damn. afford contacts, I'm sick. <laughs> I guess I'll go I'll go read Harry Potter. I'll be I'll be over here in the library. <laughs> I was actually gonna say, Yeah, I guess I'll read. <laughs> I feel targeted, but uh
0: yeah. I I always think like so that's my nephew plays soccer too and i always feel bad because i'm not the i'm not the saturday morning soccer uncle like i'll catch you when you when you play in a basketball tournament i'll go to that you know but yeah i'm, well, not, a, the I'm soccer, not a saturday morning person that's just not me so i well because yeah the it,
1: soccer stuff is early is early you know. and if you're doing basketball isn't that stuff in the afternoon or yeah, like, evening? So that's why I'm, like I commend
0: sense. you, we for waking up early and watching oh, yeah. kids 1st well, I'm, I'm generally like, a, i'm generally a like, morning like, person though but yeah yeah you know, guess I'm like weekend and kids is not on my agenda, but, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I commend you for doing that. That's cool. It
1: might change cheeks in nine months when you get back. Well,
0: we'll, we'll see in three weeks. No, I'm just kidding.
1: No, yeah, that's um, funny. Hey, I was gonna ask you one more thing. So, have you been using that uh, er- ergonomic body <laughs> pillow thing
0: that? Yeah. <laughs> It's funny story about that pillow. I was telling Kanisha, my friend from Pendleton, yeah. about his, um, I stayed at her house over the weekend during Roundup and she had me oh. in her guest room. Oh uh, no, not like that. We're just friends. <laughs> And so she has this guest room and I was like, Oh, I got I had to bring my own pillow, but I didn't bring my big body pillow. I was like, I told her, I was like, Man, I should just brought my pillow and she's like, Whatever, you just need a woman to cuddle with. I was like, Or that, I guess. But I mean the pillow is nice because it doesn't doesn't talk. I don't know. <laughs>
1: You're like, my pillow doesn't have to walk home in the
0: yeah. morning. <laughs> I'm like my pillow don't talk back. Just kidding. Yeah. No, no I but te- I was telling her about the pillow, right? And it's a funny yeah. story about that pillow. So I was gone for the weekend, Betsy was home. Watching the dogs and so she sent me a snapchat of Biggs which is my dog laying Who on did? my betsy did okay she sent me a snap of Biggs laying on my bed which I normally don't do I don't allow him on the bed or like on the couch like that's just not how I was raised with animals I'm not like I don't want like, yeah Biggs, that's a little weird yeah. um but betsy sent me that picture of biggs laying on the bed with my pillow and I'm like what the heck <laughs> like oh uh, and it's and, a white pillow too so yeah it was, uh, there was like a little big stain you know he's just little dirty guy i guess i don't know but i was like that first night i was laying down i was like man my pillow kind of smells like biggs but i'm not thinking anything of it and the bench is like oh yeah he was on your bed i'm like what the heck so so yeah that that pillow's that pillow is it's interesting so, it's a funny <laughs> yeah, i'm like
1: what did he do to your pillow basically but like, hopefully other, nothing
0: yeah no. just kind of but let me ask you a question about
1: that so culturally latinos like we also have like very strong boundaries with pets like yeah you know you a lot of times you don't leave them in your house you don't um they definitely don't get on your bed you know what yes. i mean or on sheets but um i've noticed like some of my friends that are not of the culture um why that exactly. that <laughs> i'm just saying they're not Know, the Latino culture, oh, okay. Uh where uh the, the boundaries seem like more like lenient. Like I've seen mm-hmm. people share treats with their dogs or like oh, let them yeah, eat out man. of their cup, or like I'm like, oh, oh. Wait, if, if a dog ate out one of the cups we had, <laughs> that cup's getting thrown away, or that's officially the dog's cup now. But is that so like for for like your culture, what's yeah, what's the vibe with pets too? Like, are you I mean, your dog
0: <laughs> No, Biggs is not getting No (laughs) kisses from me Um, I feel like it probably Depends because I do know natives love a dog I mean there's Uh just like There's this like ongoing kind of It's like a stereotype but not a stereotype because it's true There's like res dogs that roam around so Mm -hmm. um, It is like a thing But for me and my family uh, I didn't grow up having animals inside The house like if we had a dog it was Outside and it was like had its own Little house or something but it wasn't um, In the bed with us it wasn't In the house Um, I always Felt like that was like like uh you know Sayapo thing like bullets dog you know but I don't know I feel like as I got older though and having Bigs obviously he's an inside dog because he's a bulldog yeah. so bulldogs are very like um. They have Mercury. a lot of, they have like they're just a lot of high maintenance. Like they can't be in the heat for too long. They can't be in the cold for too long. Yeah, they just have all these things. So Biggs is an inside dog, and he's used to the inside now. Like if he goes outside and it's hot, he'll just want to come right back in. But um, yeah, for us, I I've never grew up with animals in the house. Okay, other than, so other, so other than my we're little on the sister, same page. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So we're kind of on the same page then about the pets. I think yeah, I, I'm not even sharing
0: the, nothing with I,
1: Biggs. I know with like my my parents, they always said no to dogs. Dogs, and then we did get like a little dog and those mm-hmm. got to be inside dogs but like those are dogs that weren't allowed outside and if they got dirty they got showered right away like yeah. you know which is a little bit different but i uh yeah i've just never seen that in my community <laughs> where it's like we we get so comfortable with the, because they do become family so i'll give people that mm-hmm. yeah yeah but no, never, i love i love the dog but it's I never just... been to the point where we're like sharing a snack like mouth to mouth i've seen that before yeah yeah i've seen and i'm that like too. i i don't think i'll ever have a comfort level war i will be okay with that but i mm. love that for people
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it makes sense me, if it makes sense me, to yeah. them then that's that's on you know if it makes sense to them then go for it but yeah, I, yeah. i'm not sitting there with biggs and he's not like licking my face or none of that because oh, i'm yeah. always, like I'm, i get weirded yeah. out sometimes like, even though he's like my dog and i feel like sometimes biggs is almost like a kid like i feel like my dog is like close to a kid you know he's yeah, high I maintenance he's ex- he's expensive <laughs> i have to freaking make sure he's fed you know so i feel i definitely am a attached to my dog, but just not on that level of...
1: Yeah. You which, know. Yeah, so you definitely have, like, a master pet... <laughs>
0: I guess owner. Oh, yeah, I'm like sure. You just Biggs you Just call me uncle. I'm, I'm his uncle. He's my nephew.
1: No. Uh, good times, Chickx. I I thanks for indulging me in that conversation. I yeah. just had some thoughts about that, and I'm like, I've never it's been deep, comfortable yeah. with a pet to to be on that level. But no, thanks, Chickx. We have a cool episode today because we have a guest. Yes. What's going on?
0: Yeah, so we do have a guest, a very special guest, one of our very own fellow local Lapway legends, one of our fellow poo people. You know, it's always so cool to have people from home on the show because, um, I mean, there's not a lot of us that are cool from home. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but like, but no, I'm just kidding. But no, it's, it's cool <laughs> to have, you know, just people out from home to be here and share, you know, their perspective. Because like I said, all of our experiences on the res is so different. It's not the same. Every experience is so different. So uh, without further ado, we should give a warm brown sound
2: welcome to... Lapway's very own. Imani Mitchell. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Imani coming straight from the lands, land of the butterflies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you What's
1: know, up,
2: <laughs> Yeah, not a whole lot, man. Been inside the last like couple of months, trying to dodge this heat. These Phoenix summers are no joke.
1: Oh yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say, to hang out oh, with ahead. him, right? Is that where you yeah. were gonna bring up, Daniel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: it's been a minute.
2: Yeah, back, I think it was like that was like around springtime. I think summer actually might have just started, like May um, or springtime. Yeah, so that's like a, yeah, a nice time. To hang
0: out in Phoenix. That was fun when we met those lo- like British people and you got <laughs> like <laughs> this. Yeah, like we to had a. When, when
2: our th-
0: I was like, what do you call him? I was like, London... Bridges like a, go down. A, 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 <laughs> a, I'm a, like, what do you call those bloke, bloke of the
2: night. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was fun. <laughs> good then, like, times. Was, that, was a, that was the first and last time I ever seen that. We had like a sushi truck, but it was like Jamaican oh, sushi. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I, so I didn't remember that. I didn't think about that, it was, that was
0: good. That was interesting. It was like something else. Yeah, that was an interesting uh, interesting. <laughs> it was unexpected region. because it
1: was like fusion of Mexican and like sushi, right?
0: Yeah. Was that what yeah. it was? Uh, something, yeah. I remember, I think I had like... The sada sushi or something. There's like pieces of carne sada and jalapeno on there or something. I don't know. It was, it was good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think it was good. I mean, I was a few <laughs> right. drinks in, so I'm like, I, I would I would
2: assume it was good. <laughs> yeah, I believe in that. Trust in it.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh, Amani, for our listeners here, could you maybe introduce yourself? Let them know, you know, where you're from. Or even let people know you're in Phoenix. You know, we got some listeners yeah. out in Phoenix, too. So let the people know. Give a little. Oh, tell us about yourself. Tell us uh, what you what you major in what you're where are you from just kidding yo you no know, the, the whole
2: the whole nine freshman played. college first day class spiel yo. well thank you everybody no i'm playing <laughs> but yeah i'm from uh from lapway idaho born and raised i uh, grew up on the res went to high school in lapway graduated 2016 shout out great time great year mm-hmm. um <laughs> then uh went to arizona state I, I really don't know like arizona was never really on my radar as places to go but i was lucky enough to get a scholarship that really let me go wherever i was accepted so california was really always the dream and and I was looking up the requirements. I remember seeing UCLA, and like their you know, like average acceptance GPA was like 4.3, and I was like, "Yo, hold on!" Oh, I kind yeah. of psyched myself out. I was like, "Damn, I don't know if I'm kind of, I don't know if I'm ready for that." Long story short, I boiled it down to two options between University of Oregon and ASU, and you know, mm-hmm. Arizona—the the closest thing to Cali. Um, you know, we got some palm trees and whatnot here. It's just a little hot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but Arizona was <laughs> a spot. Arizona was a place to be. So Arizona, I came, studied sports business four years. I graduated with my undergraduate sports business, and then COVID hit. You know, crazy time for everybody. I Uh, really didn't know what I was going to do, to be honest. So school it was, and same thing I've been doing for the last few years. I was nice at it. And uh, so I did a master's program in communication. And uh, so I did that, graduated in 2023, or 2021, excuse me, Uh, and then been in Arizona ever since. Figuring it out, you know, paving my way, Mm -hmm. trying my hand in a few different things. Uh, I like to think of myself as a student, a student of the game, student of everything, uh, jack of all trades. So I'm liking it so far. It's a good experience.
1: Yeah, that's impressive. Uh, Imani, I I don't know for a fact, because you've never shared with me, but I heard Heard through the grapevine that you
2: are actually one of the Gates Scholars is that true? Yeah, yep. So I got I was the I got the, the Gates Millennium Scholarship. a senior year high school.
1: Whoa, that's that's a big deal. Like that's mm-hmm. that's what, not a lot of people get selected for that. that. So I'm I'm just trying to highlight some of the cool achievements you've done because <laughs> not a lot of of us get that opportunity and that's amazing. And now you have a master's. That's that's yeah,
2: great. Right. Yeah. And I, I was um you know I was inspired by those who did it before me, but I've seen two graduates from the same high school get it. Uh, so I was able mm-hmm. to see that it was possible first. Yeah. Um, and then I had some great mentors, great teachers um that were able to assist me through that process. So I definitely couldn't have done it without any of them. Um, but it was, you know, I was <laughs> just a shock. Um I really didn't know how how to feel when once I got it. I think my mom was more excited than I was. All that pressure. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, no stress about what, what she gotta do for me. But um that was that was a blessing for real. Yeah.
0: That's pretty cool. I know um I know we've talked about this off obviously off off the record or whatever. But your experience as you know leaving the res and going to a city like Phoenix uh what was that like for you because I I know that Phoenix is very kind of there's a lot of natives in the area I feel like they have a very um I feel like it's a like it's kind of like really accepted down there i think like the natives are like it's like a pro native city i feel like i don't know every time i've been to phoenix i just always feel like seeing other natives it's like just one of those things like dang like this doesn't happen in lewiston you know or this doesn't happen where we're from so it's kind of cool to see like um natives i guess out and stuff what was that experience like for you though like to leave lapway and then going to phoenix and then just being away from like you know what we know here
2: yeah i mean shoot i ain't gonna lie when i first left i was i was scared shoot i was scared out of my mind i was like uh in my dorm room for like the first had to be at least like three weeks two three weeks not talking to nobody um because i came out and i you know kind of had this idea okay, i'm gonna be all right but once i got out here it's just a sea of people i came out to the, at the mm-hmm. time it was the uh asu was the second biggest public university in the nation so oh wow it was like my my class was coming in was like twelve thousand. um camp Jeez. campus i was on has sixty thousand. and i was really not seeing the same person twice going to and from <laughs> class every day so i'm like yo, this wow like crazy like culture <laughs> shock for real i didn't Really understand mm-hmm. it until it happened, but I was experiencing that culture shock. Uh, I called my mom like probably six days a week and I didn't even <laughs> talked to her about transfer. I was like, Yo, mom, like, I don't know, man. Like, I, sh- I don't know if I could do this, whatever, whatever. She just told me to stick it out. I'll be all right. This mm-hmm. and that. So, uh, you know, did what every, uh, well, almost every res kid back home does when they feel, you know, like they need a place to be. Just went to the went to the courts, started playing basketball. And I really, that's how I started meeting my friends. And, and one thing led mm-hmm. to another, I started getting more and more comfortable, started expanding, getting off campus, meeting natives from uh, the reses. Around. um And then the Navajo actually do have the biggest reservation in the nation, which is pretty dope. You know, shout out miss Farkas class, you know, put us on game and all that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh it was nice uh, seeing natives, like you were saying, it's, is, I want to say more culturally acceptable, but it's just like, you know, yeah. there's, there's people are more aware. um mm-hmm. And then even like being down here in the Southwest, I've come to, to find that even like the Hispanic culture is, is very similar um, mm-hmm. and, the, and all the similarities between it. So I just feel, you know, the acceptance from, from, the, from all the people there. And I even, it was kind of crazy. You know, I'm half black, half native, Afro-indigenous. And so people look at me first, they immediately identify me as black. So I was playing basketball at the rec one time and uh, I was playing with a couple natives. And I, you know, I, I could tell they were natives there. They had the stature, the way they played, running gun uh-huh. And I was running with them, you know what I'm saying? I was holding them down. Spot. Exactly. And after, it was weird because after we played, we had won a couple games and then uh, we lost and we was done. And it was like, oh, um, it was like, you're native, ain't you? And I was like, yeah. We're like, <laughs> what? How do you know? It was like, we could tell by the way you play. I was like, you're a lion. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) yeah i always feel
0: like res ball is like there's it's such a different way of like playing basketball you know like i feel like that and it's crazy because how basketball like connects everyone from like every res like i feel like every res has a team that's good at basketball whether it's like 10 years ago or right now like there's there was always that one res team that was like dominating the state tourneys and stuff right
2: right right. so from someone
1: uh not of the community can you explain to the listeners and me like what how is res ball different from like regular ball yeah i don't know
2: yeah. God, yeah, so Like, uh, I'm, 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 like res ball.
1: Yeah. I'm like is there latino ball and yeah. how do i get it? Right.
2: <laughs> that's funny but yeah it's, it's um i guess like the basic uh like uh, explanation for is like running gun. Um, I think that's why so many natives, so many older natives are, are Lakers fans because the, sh- the Showtime Lakers, like Magic Johnson and uh Michael Cooper and them boys, uh, back when they was starting, you know, changing the game, that was very similar to how, how natives played, it was very fast paced. Uh, mm. shoot when the best shot presents itself, not particularly, you know, what I'm saying after the ball gets around to everybody. Um, yeah, so it's, it's just a little, it's just a different pace, a uh, different feel that comes to it. Um, you know, a lot of mistakes can happen, but you know, it's, it could be you could run the numbers up in a short amount of time, too.
0: Okay, yeah, Daniel. So, did you do res ball too? When I played basketball, yeah. I was I was a cherry picker though. I just wait behind the three
1: <laughs> pass it to
0: me. But yeah, no, I haven't played basketball in a very long time, but my knees probably wouldn't allow me to. But no, that's, uh, that's oh,
1: good. I, I was gonna ask um Imani. Uh so first of all, I love Phoenix. I it was really good to mm-hmm. go down there this last time that uh we were, were able to meet up with you and go out. We had a good time. Um I gotta say, Phoenix, I love of the Latino community in Phoenix. When I'm down there, I it definitely still feels like home. Um and I I wanted to ask you about just the Phoenix, acclimating to the Phoenix like community like you know what what would you what would you say are some of your favorite things about just like living down there? Because we've highlighted an episode on Phoenix. Uh we went out mm-hmm. to uh
0: what was that? House.
1: Ho- the Friedbird House we went to that whole what was that called and it was like a well, we had climb of, up...
0: the rock or something or Oh yeah,
1: yo, the, the hills. Pull well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the hills <laughs> um, and then we went to some like little, it looked like an oasis thing with like a little yeah. pond, uh, and palm trees. That was cool. But yeah. What are some of your favorite spots there in, in Phoenix? Now you've been there. Like, cause are you planning to move away from there or are you just, you think you're going to.
2: Yeah. Oh, uh, shoot. I'll probably be here for a little while longer. These, I'm telling you, these summers is getting to me. <laughs> they get on my nerves. <laughs> I be sweating too much. I got to walk around the, <laughs> the town and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but i love the i love the diversity um i think that's that's one of like the uh kind of underappreciated things for being out here i mean it, it is still you know pred- predominantly white um mm-hmm. which you know a lot of places are that's just the reality of it but um uh, they take an influence from the hispanic culture from native culture like a lot of the mm-hmm. buildings um even like in the city and downtown are like hispanic or or indigenous influenced um infrastructure wise just building wise so uh, the food spots are crazy i've been able to be exposed to different you know different foods indian food like you know I, one of my one of my best friends Indian like from India Indian you know not to get confused oh like which current <laughs> uh, that <laughs> right right <laughs> and, and that's like some of the best food I've ever had for real he's he's mm-hmm. made it for me uh, home cooked he's taken me to a couple of restaurants um, Greek food Mediterranean uh, that's actually high on my list now uh, they do have and surprisingly right. they have a lot of people from the Midwest come out here you know it's a, it's a hub for the people to get away from the cold weather so those like in Chicago Detroit uh, Minnesota mm-hmm. kind of areas they come to Arizona too it's not uncommon for them a lot of people on the East Coast uh, so it's really just being being able to meet people from all over which is kind of crazy because i get to hear their stories and then you know they get to hear mine as well and uh, mm-hmm. that's something you know I, I am able to relate to and bond with people um create some relationships off of just you know our journeys to to the same spot it's a it's a yeah. place for place for from people from really all over um but i do like the like you said this uh they got like some even though it's a desert they got some like oasis a lot of pools like it's got to be a yeah. leader to have a house without a pool <laughs> it's, it's <too> hot. <laughs> but uh they do have some nice places like that that are definitely different from back home you know i'm always going to miss that you know the mountain air the change of seasons and stuff but yeah uh, you know seeing a palm tree and you know being able to go to the pool in october or february is is, kind of crazy Um, yeah i I like that a lot
1: yeah i was gonna say we we checked dan and i were able to check out the um desert botanical garden oh yeah
2: botanical garden
0: yeah yeah.
1: and and that was pretty cool down there uh i i don't i'm like but they did charge us like 35 bucks to go see the (laughs) practices we could have went to home
0: depot into the plant aisle and did the same (laughs)
1: pose i'm not not Cheap or anything, but I was like, "Damn, thirty five dollars to walk and
0: see a bro! Come on." Come I on, know up. when we first pulled up, I was like, "I wonder if they'll let me in free because I'm native." Because you know how national parks do that, but I was right. like, "Oh wait, this is not like national park, so <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work." I was like, "If, if they were gonna allow us, like, yeah, 'Yeah, I'm Navajo, yate, yate.'"
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know. We walk got there, lane. and I was like,
1: "Do you guys have any coupons? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: when y'all happy hours? Y'all discount? <laughs> What's your
1: happy?" Yeah. No, it was, it was a really fun experience money, but no, I, I just got to say like, you're, you're basically become a local. I think you've, uh, you know, acclimated to like that, that environment, that, 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 um, the just community. And, and I think that's, that's really cool, especially, uh, Mm -hmm. given the fact that you've been able to get out of your community not a lot of people get to make it out of their communities, right. Let alone succeed and thrive with you getting Mm -hmm. your degrees and still being down there. That's amazing. Um, I wanted to ask you about another thing and I think you're too humble to, talk about it so i'm gonna ask <laughs> but uh what uh i i also have heard from the grapevine you haven't shared with me that you know you uh also have a a uh, career in music can you can you share a little bit about that
2: yeah of course of course um yeah i don't, I don't know why it's, it's something that's also something i'm kind of i don't know I'm not dealing with but like you know growing through as uh mm-hmm. you know sharing that as well but yeah i do yeah. music and, and it i've really been it started when i was like 12 13 um i do, do it with my friends we record like a little iPod and some headphones. Uh, You know, we graduated and got you know better uses and better programs and systems software things of that nature as we got older um, but i've just always been a fan of music um since you know as a kid my dad grew up in chicago he had a he had a southern east coast taste of music my mom grew up in idaho on the res and um uh, she spent some time over in the midwest she went to school in uh, minneapolis and so her music tastes a little a uh, little more diverse so i was able to kind of pull from their their uh their preferences and you know make my own flavor um but shoot and then being like I, I like trying different things um and you know i, I really liked you know being able to put some words together i like you know beats soulful beats how music makes me feel so um put one thing with another and started having fun with it and shoot I, you no know, I, I feel like i'm you know as i get older as the more and more I practice the better i get um but it's just the point yeah. of, of sharing it sharing that stuff with people is the kind of the the next and next uh step i guess with that yeah
0: i know and two, just i know mani's being humble but like i feel like this last year you were like everywhere performing you were performed at the fashion show you opened up at the fashion show Which happened on our tribe's res, and it was Mm -hmm. just a freaking awesome night. There was like, like the excellence of our people was like full on stage that night. It was, I felt it it very represented our community well because there was a lot of you know plus size models, and there was you know Afro Indigenous representation and and everything. Mm -hmm. It was like it was like the probably one of like the coolest nights I've had here at home. But you Mm -hmm. performed there, you performed at the Juneteenth event, you performed. I even seen you performed at Santa Fe Indian Market, or were you down there? Was our... Yeah, so we was
2: down there for the market. Uh, mm-hmm. But I also performed at College of Idaho. They had, a it was like for a back-to-school event, too. That was pretty cool. Oh, that's hey. cool, yeah, But so Yeah, so have been putting yeah, in that able, work. <laughs> yeah, been able to, you know, folks, off the small sample size that I've been able to share with people, um, folks really like it. And that's, you know, that's why, mm-hmm. I, I mean, now consider, you know, some some kind of older work. But um, I feel like, you know, what I have now is, is a lot better, and I think people will enjoy it soon as well. So that's actually going to be coming soon and have a couple more performances that, that will happen soon before the year's over as well. That's amazing. Yeah.
1: Let me ask you, as a music uh creator, what is um how do you draw from your culture? Like, how is that incorporated into your music?
2: Yeah, yeah man, you just gotta, you really just gotta. I mean, obviously, you know, speak the speak your truth. Everyone has a different truth, but. Uh, you yeah. got to experience it you got to you know just really uh be present i guess that's that's one of the things that biggest things i've been able to tap, tap into as an artist as well um because i would go back and like just go through my notes and see what i was talking about at a certain time and i would be like oh yeah, i remember this moment because i was yeah. i was present i remember how i was feeling what i was going through at that time what my situation was um you know was i in a good mood was i you know feeling motivated was i feeling like i need to do better was i sad even um yeah but it's, it's just being able to tap into those experiences and, and uh i guess what goes hand in hand with what i'm working on right now is just being able to to share that that with people like this is where i was at at this time uh yeah if if i feel vulnerable do i feel comfortable sharing it you know that shouldn't be that's like you know the mental the mental i'm working on right now but uh yeah just being able to be comfortable and confident and vulnerable with my experiences growing up where i grew up and how i grew up yeah so do
1: you um let me ask because i've read this before for other musicians you keep like a diary and then like you just reference but or a journal whatever you want to call it where you're like i'm checking in on where i was at a few months ago and like it kind of brings you back to to yeah that space
2: yeah yeah definitely is it's uh the note app the notes app in my iphone um i have, the, I have that <laughs> shit on my, on my have, like the iCloud sync so like i had it yeah. from like 2015 and i'm like i go back like sometimes i'm bored i go all the way to the bottom like oh, you know what i'm saying well did i miss something did i miss yeah. something i could have used now that i had then? um but I, was, I would look back and i'm like dang i was in high school feeling like this so like that was that's kind of a fun time <laughs> or, like i was i just got to school and this is, I was, this is how i was feeling like i can tell i was feeling a little nervous but you know you know i was ready and uh pushed myself and then you know this me now is kind of the fruition of where i thought i was going to be at then so it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of cool to see yeah
1: i thought you were going to say follow me on my vlog and that's where I-
2: <laughs> yeah this is where you can see the whole journey yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like follow me on tiktok just kidding Yo. <laughs> <laughs> on vine no
2: <laughs> yeah, you uh, all who that. would you
0: who would you say are some of your biggest like music inspirations that like inspire you like you can just you know listen to and never get tired of and just always feel mm-hmm. like because for me i feel like i listen to so many different genres and so many different artists where like right if I'm feeling sad I can listen to this artist or I'm feeling like wanna talk my shit I'll listen to this artist or mm-hmm. you know this like yeah. who are some of your biggest like, music inspirations.
2: Yeah I think uh, before folks start calling him crazy it was definitely Kanye. Uh Kanye was definitely my guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you know I feel like he, no, has for the, sure. he has yeah you know what I'm saying he just I'm
0: I'm like, always a Kanye fan. Like mm-hmm. I, I feel like I understand him because he's a Gemini and so am I so I'm like I get it man. I get yeah, why you Thank <laughs> you. People piss you off and I get it. Sometimes I wanna spaz <laughs> right. out, but I, I have to hold myself back. But no, <laughs> I,
2: I agree. Kanye Exactly. And he has like one of the the greatest like artist minds. Like I don't know. Mm-hmm. I like I do like I like almost studying people, uh studying people I admire. And I think Kanye was one of those like people who um, you know, just say how he said how he felt. Um if it was spazzing out that day because you were in his face and you got a camera, all right you just you know, you actually yeah. be in his face Damn. at that time, you know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> but his his uh his artist journey has been great. Um that's that's something I think like all artists can attest to this, you know. That's a great development there. Um, J. Cole, mm-hmm. another another great artist that I've, I've mm-hmm. been able to watch grow and grow up with. Uh, wholesome dude, crazy crazy wordsmith. Um, I mm-hmm. think you know, I think he might go down as the best to do it. Um, Kendrick, mm-hmm. obviously. A uh, Tribe Called Yo. Quest is my favorite group. Uh, so that's like, a, there's like, they're just like a, it's like a soothing hip hop, like jazz hip hop, um, yep. and I like that. I kind of like the um, that mix and combination. Uh, so there's you know, the list can go on and on. Uh, Mac Miller, uh, mm-hmm. someone who who also kind of changed the the direction that hip hop was going in. Um Wu Tang uh like old dirty bastard he's like a you know no father to his style you know he's just a wild boy but but, you know it works and that's what like Mm -hmm. that's the crazy thing about hip-hop about music in general is like you know you don't have to say the most intellectual things you know sometimes you just have the some a sound or a feeling that everybody can feel Mm -hmm. or you know everybody can aspire to feel like you know these people the people that are are doing music the ones i look up to are are you know it feels when i'm listening Mm -hmm. to the music it feels genuine like it feels like you know this is really how they're feeling sometimes that's how i'll be feeling so uh that's you know that's how i'll be pulling the inspiration from Folks I admire. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I always think too, it's, it's crazy when you grow up like kind of with an artist or you see them from like their early you know stages in their career to now like for me growing up it was like young money they were like just coming out like Wayne, Drake Nikki, you know? all of them like so mm-hmm. seeing them like be some of my favorite artists growing up and then now like being older and they're still like in a yeah. lot of the top 10 like still yeah. like charting it's and it's so crazy I'm like man like we really grew up in a like a really like a different time in music you know it's yeah, obviously like a rare music time, for like music now is so different compared to music then, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I I'm a big fan of me. it's so funny because like back in high school too, how you're saying that you and your friends used to like freestyle and stuff. Mateo and I used to do yeah. that actually back then. We would always like <laughs> just make remixes to songs or just Wait. sometimes we just be disrespectful doing just drop diss tracks like off the top of our head about and I don't know why, but yeah, we just always to just do crazy things like that. And even like to this day, sometimes we'll still joke around and stuff, but it's not like I, you know, I, I wouldn't consider myself like a musical artist or nothing, but it's it's just funny because back then we used to do the same. I think just cause uh, I feel like a lot of people don't realize like especially hip hop has a huge influence on like res culture too. You yeah. know, there's a lot of stuff that we can relate to or take from that specific genre and mm-hmm. like apply that's, it to our own lives. So
1: it's crazy you uh just mentioned that because I was literally just thinking about that for Latinos we have we have our own music we have cumbia mm-hmm. we have duranguense, we have uh, banda we have mm-hmm. reggaeton we have there's so many different like genres within like just our community that we listen to but for indigenous folks because there's not a lot of artists out there there is mm-hmm. but there isn't like a set genre out there that I know wow. of maybe you can educate me if you know otherwise but like yeah what what kind of music do you feel is pretty like connected to like your community like what resonates well with at least your tribe if you can say I think that'd be kind of interesting for people here
2: yeah well shoot I know I know back home folks go crazy over that over the 90s throwbacks mm-hmm. <laughs> over the 92,000 oh. throwbacks no, But <laughs> R&B <laughs> <laughs> yeah I thinking, that's the that's really um, like because there's there really is no like native genre of music I would say mm-hmm. like you know natives are uh, you know a lot of natives do rock or, uh, or R&B or hip hop I think R&B R&B and hip hop I think those three are, and rock are like the, the ones natives identify with most um because other than that the music that we have tribally is you know uh ceremonial um mm-hmm, so that's, yeah. that's also um something i'd be putting thought towards is like should i you know should i get some native drums in this or is that messing with the sound is that you know is that even should mm-hmm. that, is that disrespectful you know should i even do that so but the, the sound is beautiful you know i think there's yeah. there's nothing like uh, a native drum which is uh and native voices uh, so mm-hmm. i think i think one day someday soon you know i hope to be you know part of the part of that push um so it's kind of bringing those sounds yeah. together.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think even too, like for like to answer your question too about me, like I grew up, but like my parents are older, so like my dad listened to all nothing but like Earth, Wind, and Fire, Zappa, Roger, right. you know, you know, uh, like all these artists that I like. Now I'm like, dang, like I could just totally listen to his oldies like all the time, you know. And then mm-hmm. my mom listening to more. My mom, I think she's more like she like like all the. It's kind of funny because like <laughs> my mom, like she kind of likes all that ratchet music. Like she always yeah. tries. like, joke around and, like, twerk and stuff. I'm like, Mom, what the heck? You know, so I I don't know, like, what type of genre I would put her in because she's kind of crazy. But, no, I always think that about, like, I feel like there's there's a huge influence on, like, R&B and Mm hip-hop and and res culture, especially ours, because I feel like, I mean, obviously we've had other people from our community who are, you know, rappers and who make (laughs) music and stuff. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, I just, I don't know. I can get lost in music, though. I can listen to it all. I can can listen to everything. Thing in Spanish and not even exactly. really understanding everything, and still just being yeah. like, That's what you know? I'm
2: saying. I think Hispanic music also, uh, like, even in native communities, Hispanic hip hop, yeah, there's a mm-hmm. you know, Mexican yeah. artist, Hispanic artists, you know, like, you know, once that weather starts getting warm, you, you play that. Yeah. Sometimes just sitting around, but when the sun That's, goes down, yeah. <laughs> you
1: know, you know what's kind of cool that I've seen, especially in the last years, uh, in the last few years, it's uh, Latino music has been coming more mainstream because we are mm-hmm. getting bigger artists now that are like, internationally known and like mm-hmm. you and it's weird because I've gone to bars before that are like hole in the wall and I expect like you know like like that kind of vibe is what weird. I expect when I walk in and then I, I I like hear Bad Bunny or I hear like you know <laughs> and I'm like hey, yeah I'm like what what is going on? you know what I mean like yeah. I I got to share a quick story uh a, a few years ago I went out to Buffalo Wild Wings with uh, a bunch of my cousins and friends and we were all latinos and we were just kind of there and uh, um, they had one of those like little apps where like you know like you can download it, play a song, and it'll oh like, it'll yeah play like a it for everybody. Of, or yeah, yeah, like one of those things. And we played um, Un Rincóncito en el Cielo, and everybody <laughs> there that was at Buffalo Arms <laughs> that was Latino just sang along. <laughs> yeah, and it was such a cool vibe because it's like uh, this this space is predominantly like you know not for us. Right. But yeah. there <laughs> we were with other people that didn't even know us, and we played that song. The whole restaurant was singing it. It was really. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, that's um, the
2: power. That's the power of music. Right? Yeah. And,
1: and Daniel, you'll attest to this. A few years ago, Ricky and uh, Alicia oh, least, came yeah. down. And they at were down still, in, yeah. in downtown Boise. And we met up with them and went to one of the local bars. And they also uh-huh. had another one of those little juke things, at the jukebox things. Mm-hmm. And we played uh, this this song that everybody knows that's Latino. You played at all the quinceaneras, <laughs> all the weddings, all the big events. And everybody knows. It's one of those, like, when you play everybody the synchronized, like, dance moves, the too. Yeah. yeah and so it's basically line dancing but yeah he played that there and then daniel you can attest like everybody, everybody that, that was latino jumped yeah. in and was doing the dance with us yeah. um i almost shit shit i almost ate shit on a piece of lime like a little lime
0: <laughs> <laughs> he like <laughs> and, uh, he like slipped and then kept going though. like he, oh, he didn't even let it affect him
2: he still yo, <laughs> to do that, that.
0: <laughs> but that
1: was like a cool experience you know and that's the yeah. goal like you want to see you want to see your community like your music represent it out mm. like in the world because mm-hmm. it just makes it like that. It, it yeah. brings you together. It's such a such a fun like thing. So I I commend you, Imani, for doing all the work you're doing with with your music, your career. Um, hey, let me ask you as an artist. Once you're out there, like, are you getting hit up by a lot of people like after the fact? Because <laughs> I is that like you know we've been doing the brown song for five seasons, mm-hmm. and I feel like we definitely start to get recognized mm-hmm. in a few places. But I I ain't got no fan club yet. That's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> or, <laughs> Actually, no,
2: they the wait for this where,
1: we're
0: waiting. <laughs> yeah.
2: it's coming soon. It's coming soon. Yeah. Um, yeah. but now uh, it's. I mean, when I do, it's, it's from uh, the kids back home. Like they'll be like Izzy, Izzy, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that's the, that's the that's the name I go by. And I'm yeah. like, what? Like I didn't even I ain't never heard nobody call me that before. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, what? Oh, <laughs> where <they know> <laughs> uh, well, that's what's I do uh, But no, it, it was a. Uh, it was also pretty cool. Uh, I think Daniel, what you was talking about the at the Santa Fe Indian Market, they had um there was a bar that everyone went to after it was like kind of the after party event, and then. Um, they had their performers go on, and they just had some time extra at the end before the spot closed. And uh, the MC, he got up there. He was like, "All right, we're gonna have a, we're just gonna have." He's like, "Any MCs in the crowd tonight? We're just gonna have a little cipher uh, for like the rest of the five ten minutes that we're open." <laughs> so we're like, "I'm like, what? No way! About to have people go up there and That's just like cool. the end. I'm like, "For real? Are they really want to do that?" Michaela was there, um, and she was like, "Oh yeah, right here, right here." She was going crazy. I was like, "All right, yo, you know what I'm saying? Let's go <laughs> Got to rock, gotta go up and rock." So in my head, I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm about to go up and do my thing." Got up there. Uh, and there was somebody going right before me and I was right before I got on and I was like, What am I what am I about to say? Am I about to do this <laughs> off the top of my head? Am I about to go yeah. you know, have something I can mm-hmm, remember real quick? Yeah. And then uh, you know, just last minute, I you know, had some had some I've been, you know, sitting on for a while that I like, so I was just rocking with it. And uh it was cool. It was a it was a cool experience. Um mm-hmm, yeah. and then after you know, folks came up and you know got my network going, asked where I'm from, you know, what I do, what my music's out and stuff like that, you know. Same thing every time it's coming soon, it's coming sooner than later, I promise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But
0: you can download range though on all yeah, the streams. Yes, you can, the yeah, you can't. Song range, I swear that was like the song of the summer. I I listened to that when you first came. I was like, man, it's such a vibe. Yeah, that was a, that was a very <laughs> beautiful still. Summer vibe. Even even like when like even whenever we're just like at the house having a few or anything, I always put that song on. Betsy and I just and I'll just where oh, you got range yeah, <laughs> Every But yeah, was don't, a- it, the people can download that one, and you should go download it if you're listening because it is it's, it's a good song, a good it's a good one. Good so
1: and just for reference, I was teasing Imani coming. Coming in uh, on our social media and I was like I'm gonna look his music up really quick and I found mm-hmm. it so I played it with the reel. so it's like people got to people have already gotten a taste of it but yeah go yeah, download it and, and listen it's 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 a really good song it's a good beat um let me ask you Imani because we've been talking a little bit about your, ed- your educational journey how you got to Phoenix uh you living down there and a little mm-hmm. bit on your music career I also happen to know that you like to contribute back to your community so can you talk a little bit about like some of the projects that you've worked on, and uh, a little bit about your commitment to helping uplift your community. Because I know you do a lot of it. You're humble, so we're gonna push you to say all yeah. the things Yeah, <laughs> yeah got some...
2: I feel, I feel. Yeah. You know, these are you know questions that need to be asked and answered. uh But yeah, so um, you know, being being from back home, that was kind of one of the one of the things I've always wanted to do. Um, as a youngin, was be able to make an impact back home and and mm-hmm. you know, pave some way, give some light, give some example of someone that you know did something different. uh for kids that you know don't have a clue what to do or yeah, what to mm-hmm. try try something try everything you know you 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 go fail you going to succeed it's gonna happen um, mm-hmm. but so the first thing I did was uh growing up in, in high school like kind of the end of, end of those years I worked at the boys and girls club actually uh, one of my years I worked with Daniel there yeah uh, that yeah, was a great, yeah. time. great time that was
0: a fun summer <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> uh, but it was cool because you know you get to uh spend you know the day with the native youth and of course mm-hmm. just like kind of, just like teachers when kids are at school um, you know kids spend most of their time with their teachers rather than their parents uh, yeah. so I, you know during those summers the kids that'll be at the club all day. They spend, you know, a mm-hmm. lot of time with us, so we get to have a little influence. Uh, you know, saying kind of pick their brains and let them pick ours at the same time. Uh, so that was that was really cool. I felt like that was um, you know, one of the more favorite, one of my favorite ways to kind of be involved and give back. Uh, and then uh, working with Upward Bound. Um, once I went to college, this Upward Bound program yeah. is like a program for uh, like underprivileged families, uh, students, yeah. and give them college experiences, urban experiences, things of that nature. I was in it myself, um, which is you know why why I liked the program so much. So when I got to school, mm-hmm. I uh, was actually I worked for I was a mentor for that program and you know just doing more of the same uh like the boys and girls club except these kids are older um yeah you know a little more uh little more developed you know have have kind of dreams and ambitions of their own and you know questions you know older questions of their own and stuff like that um so I you know I think one thing I do pride myself on is being a big brother so yeah you know I just felt like I was able to be kind of you know something like that or you know just someone they could talk to um you know I did I did do I was involved in high school I played basketball football BPA, BPA all that kind of stuff and then you know I I like to be nice at what I I do so i try and um, you know I was a, I was good at a lot of those things but I was also you know i wanted to show people that you know you could be you could be the cool person but you know still be involved and help you know, those who need help. shoot, I needed help. Yeah. So uh that's you know, I just that's really the goal is just to show show people, you know, this uh you know you could try something, you could do something different, you could do something new. Um uh, if nobody's done it before, then you know, why not be the first? If somebody has ask them how they've done it and you know, just yeah. makes it makes it a little easier.
1: Yeah. Uh the other part I know is that you've also been helping to bring uh events to your community that uh you know have never been there in the past. Can you share a little mm-hmm. bit on that?
2: Yeah, so I work uh thankfully I was able to I came across the opportunity working with her name is Michaela Thompson um you know she about to be you know mogul mogul the northwest soon I promise but uh <laughs> she's uh she has a small business indigenous creatives and uh there's opportunity you know there's an opening and I uh, went for it and uh, I got the got the part. Um, so we're bringing you know uh, just different experiences, different events, um, things that would never really been there before, like a Juneteenth event, uh, like a Beyonce yep. event. Uh, it doesn't you know it's something something you know folks don't always just have to go to the bar if they want to have a fun night out. Uh, yeah, you know they can you know, they can get out and do something different. And we're bringing we're bringing in folks from you know all over the nation really. Uh, DJs from the East Coast, from DC, uh, speakers from California, speakers from Seattle. Uh, you know and people that look like us at the same time. You know melanated yeah. people that have have some have some knowledge in fields that you know aren't usually uh you know represented or aren't usually uh spotlighted so you know just that's a, more of the same as bringing bringing different experiences and different exposure to you know different talents um yeah. we had artists come from quebec city uh, canada he was a afro-indigenous artist he was he spoke three languages and you know that's you know international people get that get that privilege um i guess yeah. you know, we get that ignorant privilege as well as on only knowing one language but uh, he knew three and i was like yo like that's that's just normal like dang i gotta step my game up hold on <laughs> but that was pretty cool uh but yeah so um and i was able to bring indigenous people um you know whether it's artists business owners uh influencers entrepreneurs uh, really whatever the discipline uh mm-hmm. you know like i said i'm a fan of people with interest in life so if, you know if you got something mm-hmm. you know something different we're bringing i was able to recruit them on and you know great new connections um and i think there's there's just setting the foundation for for more in the future like i think you know lapway already is a scenically beautiful place but once we get you know some once we get some belief and momentum and funding and mm-hmm. you know ideas behind us you know it's gonna be, it's gonna be even better yeah, yeah
0: no that's good i, I was gonna say too too, just from being from Lapway and obviously growing up there too, and and just seeing how the change of I mean, just like the more inclusive like our tribe is being nowadays, mm-hmm. like I think it you know it it, it takes the leaders yeah. like you and Michaela and Trey and you know everyone else that's part of that movement to keep doing, and I just think it's so like really cool to see because obviously you know the res, there's a lot of ignorance too. You know, it's not mm-hmm. just all everyone's just like, hey, yeah, we're all native. You know, obviously there's people <laughs> right. that say dumb stuff and so i just think it's really cool the just to see like the inclusion now like compared to so now you know for when when the time comes when there are kids roundup kids next <laughs> but when <laughs> yep. but when the kids are coming up after now they'll see themselves in these you know events mm-hmm. and see themselves in in leaders like you and and trey and michaela right. um you know so i just think that's that's really awesome and i always think too just because yeah i know so you're betsy's classmate my little sister and i think mm-hmm. um just growing up and watching you guys all grow up i always feel like a really a huge sense of pride over like seeing all you guys. like, I mean, I know you guys since you're little, you know, and then seeing like you all like go and be successful and go to school and, mm-hmm. and do all these different things. And so I always, I just always feel really, really like just proud to like see other, especially other Nimi Poo people like oh. out there doing stuff. But it's like, it's just one of those cool things where it's like people from my own community are doing some pretty cool shit, you know. So, right. um, yeah, it's just, it's just really cool to see. And it's just the beginning. Mm hmm. Yep.
1: And it's just the beginning. I love that. <laughs> I, uh, I wanted to. To, uh, to wrap up the, the this segment because we do have two uh, we have our language lesson and our shady question round. I mm, wanted to ask diving. you, Imani, Um, what? Because one of the cool one of the things that we do on the show on The Brown Sound is we like to highlight folks that are having success in a lot of fields um, and who are like us, but because of their own interests, because of who they are, they see the world a little bit different. Their Brown experience is different. Mm-hmm. And so it's not enough to highlight the successes. I think one of the things about just being transparent and helping uplift our communities is to say that there also is challenges that we face through the success. And Mm -hmm. so if you're searching to be in a similar spot, if you're looking to become an artist or a scholar or, you know, go to school and get a master's there, you know, there's still things we face that we need to, uh, you know, push through to make it to the, to the side of success. Success is not easy. It's a journey. And Mm -hmm. so I wanted to ask you from your experience, what are some challenges that you have faced in your life? And. And, you know, how, how did you overcome them? And and honestly, to tie that question together, like what advice would you give to the youth about pushing through the challenge to get to the goal, to get to the success?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. I think, uh, shoot, I think the, the biggest challenge for me uh, growing up was probably trying to i guess the younger me was trying to prove I was I was native enough because um, like i said you know I, I first look you know if you look, look at me on the surface you know you would just guess I'm. I get the you you know a lot of po- folks guess i'm mixed uh black and white is the, the usual guess um but just being able to you know feel accepted i think uh, as a kid that's yeah. you know something all, a lot of kids uh strive for but uh you know I didn't have the long, i didn't have long hair I didn't have my hair wasn't braided like that um yeah I didn't I didn't dance at the powwows I didn't uh i didn't sing I couldn't you know i, I didn't didn't know a lot of the songs either. Um yeah. but you know, all my friends all my friends were involved one way or another. Um but one thing I did do was learn. I was you know, I learned the, the, the cultural ways, the teachings, you know, the seasons, the animals, the language. Uh, that was probably one of my yeah. favorite things to do was learning the language. Uh but I think uh and also, you know, I'm I'm also a, a not enrolled native, which you know comes with the uh, you know, I guess the the valid certain validations with some with some people um is being enrolled and whatnot. But you know, okay. my mom I, my mom was a uh she's she's enrolled, she's and she's the native uh she's the native one in my our family uh my dad my dad is black and so she would, she would you know, encourage us to, to go learn uh and be with our uncles go you know just go out there and be a kid go go learn something go you know be immersed in this in this environment yeah. you know you're, you're gonna learn something inadvertently yeah and i think that's also important to even just say
0: too especially to our listeners because i know some of our listeners don't understand the enrollment or not enrolled thing and i i, I always try to say like enrollment status doesn't determine whether you're native or not you mm-hmm. know i think back then people people thought that like it was like a status thing like oh I'm enrolled and they're you know like I, it was like one of those just weird all come from colonization and the historical trauma that our people have been through but I think it's always important to just even share like you know that little four-digit number doesn't make you any less or any more native than anyone you know right. it's your ties to our community your kinship your because you're connected to our community you know you're from there mm-hmm. you have connection to the land and to the foods and to the language and all that stuff uh, I just always think that the whole enrollment thing is that's a whole nother topic <laughs> right, involved. that really is. <laughs> like two, that'd be <laughs> that really like two is. episodes, three. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just um, like, Lonnie, just,
2: yeah, I'll just yes. just to touch on that. uh Just finish on that it was a. Uh, just being being okay uh being uncomfortable and, and you know feeling different because you know everyone is a little different and some and at one mm-hmm. point in your life it's going to be one of your biggest assets so um uh, you know if you are different if you feel different that's a, you know it's gonna be a good thing
1: yeah different isn't bad and money mm-hmm. i relate to your um i relate to your experience with like not feeling like i belong because i my parents are mexican born in mexico they're immigrants mm-hmm. and i'm raised here in the u.s but i've talked about it with daniel before anytime i visit mexico i'm not mexican I'm American. And when I'm here in the U.S., I'm reminded every day that I'm not American, that Mm -hmm. I'm Mexican just because of the way that I look. And so it's really interesting uh, to kind of just figure out that whole, like, identity piece. Right. Uh, It's a weird
2: dynamic. But I
1: agree (laughs) with you. I feel like once you get confident in your own skin, like, once you lean into your identity and also when you take, like, ownership to say, like, you—no one else gets to define my identity Mm -hmm. or put me in the Mm -hmm. box of what I should be, I get to decide that— that's yeah, a very uh powerful, and so that's that's been something that I've struggled my whole life with too. And like recently through therapy, I've I've you know kind of been working on that for myself to hey, say shout I, out, yeah, I get shout to decide. Yeah, right. Yeah, shout out to therapy, the miracle that keeps on screw
0: giving, you. y'all. <laughs> yeah. All I have to say to is therapy, screw y'all. that, screw that box, screw that box, and <laughs> put us in. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: Man exactly that is tough i think for the folks that are biracial you know that i think that's one of the biggest identity kind of crises. is, is like mm-hmm. uh you know i'm, I'm not native enough this i'm half black half native but i'm not native enough for the natives i'm not black enough for black folk but you know yeah. I, I think like around a teenager i was you know i was one who learned my culture my, uh, through my mom's family and then my dad had me reading books about you know great black individuals uh growing up which was i yeah. think one of the uh, underappreciated things in my upbringing when i was a kid i definitely hated reading and all that but now when i got older i was able to feel some pride of it so instead mm-hmm. of feeling like half and half I, I began to feel like you know the best of both uh, is the term yeah. I use. so yeah i think that's pretty cool being able to flip that yeah
1: all right well i think that's a good like on a good note because we're like yes, sir. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: that's
1: a good way to wrap up uh the segment uh imani we have two more segments uh, our language lesson where we like to teach folks uh you know word in our native languages hopefully you can help and participate with that and then we have our shady Boom. question round and uh <laughs> imani i don't know you to be a shady person but this is gonna be really fun for us gonna uh, it's gonna be, gonna be Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, Daniel. Do you
1: want to kick us off on our language lesson?
0: Yeah. So t- for today's language lesson, we thought since Omani is a rapper, we thought we'd teach our listeners how to say song. So in Nimi Putin, hey. the Nsweirs language, just how to say song is just w-nipped. when nipped.
2: When nipped. When yeah, it. Sorry. Is that right? No,
0: Chigix, you said it wrong. Just kidding. Okay. No. <laughs> like, like, is, is it PT? Is yeah, it end? Just... Javi, Javi's always saying it wrong. Just kidding. <laughs> no.
1: Uh, so wait, say it again though, because I. I... We nipped. We nipped. Nipped. Yeah, I'm it better than Imani. <laughs> <laughs> it I always give. Time. I always give Javi
0: a hard time. I'm like, you're saying it wrong. Yeah, <laughs>
2: give him the Uncle Jim, Uncle Jim. Yeah. yeah. Walker Tutlow treatment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Tut-lope>
0: treatment. <laughs> All right. Well, to say
1: song in Spanish, we would say canción. Oh, canción. Canción.
0: Yeah. I,
2: I like the I like the Ooh. accents and stuff. like the Nisperus uh, languages. Is that's one thing I've noticed is it's very like uh, uh it's like X thick it's kind of hard yeah you know what I'm saying they're, they're a, little, a little like not rigid but it's just it's just kind of like almost rough almost like it's yeah. thick like there's no it's not like uh like there's no smooth. finesse with it yeah there's yeah. no real, like smooth you know you can't roll your tongue certain things Which, like that but, but Spanish is kind of you know what I'm saying you can say something yeah like, it kind of just flows no.
1: off your tongue a little mm-hmm. bit Uh that's one of the problems that I have when Daniel shows a word it's like unless you grew up <laughs> saying it or you're familiar with some of the words my tongue Tongue just doesn't actually do that. <laughs> exactly. He's like, "Wixilakatus,
2: skin in mouth." Yeah. I'm like, hey, my tongue You say too. that." <laughs> yeah.
1: But then I say, "Katsiyayao, Daniel, for teaching me the words." how Katsiyayao. You
2: see, I was that float right
0: there. Denada chica. Denada. Yeah. Denada.
2: How do you say how do you say song again? Cancion. Cancion. That's cool. I like
1: that. Yeah. Play that cancion and yeah, love it. All right, so we're gonna jump into our Shades of Brown Shady Question segment. This is a fun no. opportunity for all the hosts to participate in, uh, you know, answering three questions. The reason it's called the shady question round is because sometimes, no matter how you answer the question, it could land you in a hot seat with friends. Oh, and right. so we have three questions. Uh The the guests will all have to answer absolutely two, can skip one, but if you're brave and Imani, all of our guests so far have answered all three. Um, <laughs> oh, you know, no you pressure. can do that, no pressure. <laughs> so here are the questions. Question one, if you had to guess a type for each of us like what is your type
2: oh it's it's like what is your interest yeah Uh, so we
1: will each say what we think the type is for everybody else here on the show so money you'll you'll share for me and daniel daniel will share for me and you i'll share for you and daniel uh question two is if you could wish bad breath and bo on one person for the rest (laughs) of their lives who would it be and why Mm. and then question three if you were going on a trip with close friends or bro trip you know out of your friends that went with you, uh-huh. who would flake last minute and not go, because we all have that friend. Oh, who would be the friend that gets lost in the mix all weekend? So they're oh. they're busy uh Yo. doing their thing. <laughs> um, who would be the cheap friend on the trip? Oh. And who would be down for anything? So those are Damn. the questions. Imani, I'll yeah, ask the first one. one again. I'll repeat the other ones as we go. So if you had a guess a type for Daniel myself, what would it be?
2: A type? <laughs> I'm going to start with Daniel, uh, um, you know, I'm saying all right I can See you now. No, I'm playing. I'm <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, well, yeah. well,
1: you you know him too, so you know who he's dated in the past. <laughs> you
2: know what I'm saying? I say, be out the business, you know, I'll be out the way. Yeah. Right, you know, in the in the perfect world, I see. I think Daniel's the type. She gotta know how to cook. She gotta be able, you know what I'm saying? Be oh, able man, to know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. know how to hook up some. You know what I'm saying? At least lunch and dinner. You know, I know he, I know he knows yeah. to shut up a little something, but you know, she gotta be, she gotta be nice on the the ones and twos over the stove. Uh, she, I think she, she got. She has some to know them. more
1: than salt and pepper for spices yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that onion and garlic powder. <laughs> yeah, right. and no paprika because of... that's not spicy. Let's be yeah. real, <laughs> bro. Right?
2: I I've been actually trying to figure out what the purpose of paprika is. To be honest, yeah, right? I don't it would, like tastes like nothing almost but you for know, some that's, people it's
1: spicy there. though for some people not my people for some people yeah. it's spicy
2: <laughs> <laughs> no actually okay quick little funny story I was making some french toast one time and I was for some reason paprika and cinnamon were right next to each other I grabbed it put it on my french toast and I'm like yo what, what is, the cinnamon's red but I like dang. I was like dang i definitely put this paprika on my like, french toast so I tried to blow it off real quick blew it off and it got my eyes it was just all bad I'm like yo oh, oh, it. this needs to get out of my, my kitchen yeah.
1: Was it good though? No you know,
2: sometimes you no, discover.
1: Like, okay, okay. <laughs> it was gas. <laughs> yeah, it's still, it still good. You know? so, I was able
2: to, able to bring it back. But uh, oh yeah, for, so for damage, you know, she got to have melanin too, mm-hmm. um, and you know, I mm-hmm. I ain't gonna yeah. say you know something that comes with that. You know, you know, some you know most often is, is the curves that come with it too. So you know what I'm saying? Oh you know, yeah, and, okay, I should. Know, that and that's man. about you know yeah. yeah, that's good. That's a good three like, um, box check right there. Like and babies, I, babies.
1: I've been trying to get him to connect with my cousin Karen. She got curves. Hey, she got melanin hey. and she know how to cook but she that not sing. you know and she can sing yeah she can Just yep. like- <laughs> 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 but Javi, yeah, Javi I got
2: one I got it for you I, I know Javi she got it I feel like she is almost a deal breaker she's not uh X is that the term
1: oh yeah
2: yeah I think <laughs> yeah, well
1: that's funny because Daniel thinks I'm, he'll show you in a second but yeah okay, keep going keep going <laughs> yeah I think I think
2: that's gotta be I think that, that sounds like it has to be the deal break I'm getting that sense Um, but mm-hmm. she has to be you know she has to be able to be up in the mornings to be able to go do some soccer stuff at 10 a.m oh like, you yeah, know, yeah. yeah I ain't doing that yeah, yeah. I might you know what I'm saying maybe for my own one day like 10 years <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm sleeping in. You know, let me know how it goes. But uh, <laughs> you gotta be able to get up in the morning. And I feel like, uh, I feel like you're the you like the type, and you are the type to be like Let's uh, go out, you know, on some Costco runs or Target runs, and be able to spend some hours at the store. Or at the, you Damn, know. it's
1: like you know me, yeah.
2: <laughs> gotta be able to do that. Gotta be okay with that.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm at Target all the time. I prefer it. Yep.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, I run into like. All my old classmates at the old Walmart here, and I, bro. When I go to Target, it's like peaceful. I don't gotta worry no. about no small talk. Yo. I don't gotta run into all just, your
0: exes at Walmart. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm
1: like Target just gets me, bro. And I, I guess. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah and that's that, and she got like movies too. I feel like you were you were Netflix and Netflix and uh, she was type yeah. person. So you know, that's the You get four boxes. That's your, there's your boxes right there. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. I'm like, and fun fact, I pay for Netflix for my Family, you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
2: Yeah, for two extra spots, (laughs) two extra profiles.
1: All right, so question two then if you could wish bad breath and bo on one person for the rest of their life, who would it be and why? Oh,
2: yeah, this is a you know, it's hard because I don't don't wish no ill will on anybody I know. But there's some folks, <laughs> no, nah, I mean, it's true. I mean, I guess it really ain't going to be nobody, you know, probably nobody I really know. I'm going bad breath and funk on Donald Trump or all eternity oh, for the rest of his time. You know what I'm saying? I just, yeah. he just, just don't do it for me. You feel me? He just mm-hmm. don't do it for me. So I'm sorry <laughs> well, to all the listeners, know. but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but you know. We've never had
1: anyone choose a, a political candidate before. First on the brown side. I like (laughs) (laughs) all right and question three if you're gonna go on a bros trip think of all the bros that would go with you who would flake last minute who would be the friend that gets lost in the mix all weekend? Who would be the cheap friend, and who would be known oh. for
2: anything? Oh, okay. I'm going the the friend that's getting lost uh, from whatever activity they partake in. That's definitely gonna be Trayvon. Uh, yeah, Trayvon Allen definitely gonna be the. I'll see you later. All right, you know you gonna be all right. All right, I'll see you. I'll see you when I see you. Yeah. I'm sure I'm gonna see you for so, dinner or something.
0: You yeah. at the end of the brochure? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See you Sunday. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah,
2: I, I trust you. You be all right. We gonna hold it down over here. Be- yeah, yeah. <laughs> the person right, that's gonna who? flake, I think the person's yeah, gonna, gonna person going, that's gonna flake. Oh, it's got, it's gotta go. My boy Preston, he's out here. He lives out here in Arizona, from Florida, from Little Haiti. Shout out Little Haiti. Shout out my boy Pete. No, uh, but yeah, he's he's always he's like the we call him the big capper. He's the hype man. You know. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm yeah. down. I'm down. Time coming. This man sleep. This man's big chilling in <laughs> bed. Like what you doing? But yeah, he's definitely the he's definitely gonna be the one that flake, and he's going. You know, no, I'm saying okay. He's gonna listen to all the stories and whatever. But uh, the person that's gonna be down for whatever. Just because we got a couple couple travel stories on this on this gentleman my, uh, myself, <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Miles Williams is oh, definitely oh, Yeah, I see that. <laughs> secretly, secretly, you know what I'm saying. I ain't gonna put his business out there, but you know what I'm saying, he be you know what I'm saying, he be he be about that action. <laughs> <laughs> <He be> with- <laughs> As- Ask me. He has a couple stories up his sleeve, you know. I'm just gonna plant the seed, I ain't gonna put it out there. <laughs> yeah. Tommy, you know what I'm saying? You better get your story straight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: who's the cheap friend? Who would be your
2: yeah, the cheap friend? I mean, that's got to be me. I ain't gonna lie. I'm always, finding... <laughs> I'm always finding the you know, what I'm saying, Oh, we got the you want to get some tequila? Oh, yeah, we got you trying to get Casamigos, the Terra right here, just you know, just as good. You know, just as good. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna be all right. We're gonna be cool. Uh, this is food, you know, food. I will, I will pay for food, but you know, everything yeah. else, you know, we don't. I could we I in mean, the hotel, you know, we only there to sleep, you know, don't gotta be five star. You know what I'm saying? We'll be all right. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I'm there with you on the hotels, but as long as it's not like a motel six, if I feel yeah. like I'm. And they got I'm bed bugs like on the way. Yeah, out, I
2: probably yeah don't. you know the one fly toilet paper. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> the AC work extra good though. You know that. I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> reason I'm bad hotels got the crispiest ACs. I don't know why. I, wake <laughs> up, yeah. wake up, all
0: stuffed <laughs> up. Right I'm like God.
2: Y'all light the electric bill gotta be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right,
0: that was good. That's Daniel, good. what about you? Yeah. Uh, okay, if I had to guess a type for e- for you both, okay, so I'm gonna say. I have to just go. I'll go with Amani. I feel like um, for you, she's got to be also a melanated person hey. with you know a big backside. Probably, <laughs> I feel hey. since you're a rapper, you know these gotta gotta be some video type chicks. Not just kidding. No, know, yeah. but <laughs> I feel like yeah, I feel like a girl. But I feel like she's got to be like both street and book smart. Like she has to be. Yeah. Like she's got to mm-hmm. be like yeah, she's she's beautiful and all this stuff. But she's got you know she probably got a degree and work in and a career driven woman I feel like or, I can see or, with uh, someone to like build with you know say that and like, then not take care of I feel like cuz taking care I mean it's okay but I feel like it's better if you could just build with somebody instead of just filming? having to take care of somebody yeah. I mean, you know, where she yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> listeners <laughs> no. yeah. and for Javi I feel like Javi's type <laughs> is blonde hair Ooh. light skin <laughs> she's got a degree in journalism <laughs> She does oh. freelance writing for like a newspaper.
2: Oh, I love that.
0: She loves pumpkin spice in the fall.
2: Oh, it's about that time. About she love
0: she she's probably the type that like will go to his family events, but like not put any like salsa on anything because it'll be too spicy. But, <laughs> but she'll like, try. She, <laughs> yeah, she'll like I'll I'll eat it, you know. But yeah. oh, it's spicy, you know. That's uh, that's how I just cause, well. Then also, I'm also like conflicted because knowing Javi and knowing like knowing Javi, he's been (laughs) with a lot of Chameleons, you know, like they're also different. So I don't know, like, but I do see him with like a girl that loves Harry Potter just as much as he does. I I feel like
2: like, uh,
1: I feel at minimum like they need to understand the culture because I, I think that's a deal breaker for you guys too. Maybe do you think? Yeah, like I I feel like they gotta know the culture or like learn how to like adapt to have have a willingness
2: to to learn about it. Yeah, Yeah. because
1: because if 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 there's some like tension there, I, I just not gonna work out like you gotta yeah. know, you know what i mean like you need to know the culture so mm-hmm. All right. daniel what about the next question
0: <laughs> um if i had to choose someone to have bad breath and bo for the rest of their life hmm i'm a who am i mad at today yeah. no, i was kidding <laughs> Um. Honestly, I mean, I'm the same way. Like, I don't really wish bad on people. I just kind of don't care for them if I don't care for them. But I might have to. I wish I'd wish this on a previous supervisor who I oh, just. Uh, I'll uh, never. Uh. There's. There's. You know. There's, as time goes by, I just still cannot get over the way they treated me. So I'm like, yeah. I, I wish you in dog poop with your bad <laughs> breath and beo. for And you. <laughs> I won't say which job it was though. It wasn't the radio job. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, no. He had two um, jobs. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't the radio job. <laughs> yeah, yeah it wasn't that one? No. And if I were going on a trip with some close friends, okay, I feel like the friend that would flake last minute, I would probably have to say.
1: Oh, I think I know what you're gonna say.
0: I probably had to say Mateo. <laughs> yeah. um, oh. It's so it's so hard to I get know. him out and to do stuff. So it's so hard to just. It, I know I don't even see Mateo a whole lot. Like I usually see him more for work than i do just like outside of work so i'd probably say it'd be hard to get mateo out of you know his nest um (laughs) who would be a friend that gets lost in the mix all weekend honestly i'd probably say that'd be me i think (laughs) i'd be the type of (laughs) (laughs) just after how just after how roundup was i'm like that's definitely me (laughs) who would be lost in the mix (laughs) no
2: memory lost
0: lost in the mass (laughs) no evidence no no evidence (laughs) Mm -hmm. and who would be the cheap friend on the trip um Ooh, honestly i'm
1: curious about this yeah
0: honestly i i also don't know either like i feel like a uh, cheap friend i mean i'm like Dang, I only got a couple friends. Just kidding. <laughs> I
1: already named all my friends.
0: Yeah. Dang it. No. Um. I would say maybe the cheap friend also would be, oh, oh I'm going to feel bad because I said his name already, but maybe Mateo too, because he's also very, he's very frugal. Like he's a type he that is. like, he's not cheap as if he doesn't have money, but he just doesn't want to spend, like waste his money. Right. Yeah. That, okay. Like I just know he's a very, he's very good at budgeting and he's like has he's he probably is. he's probably sitting on like a whole <laughs> chunk of money but he just doesn't spend it. So I would probably just say Mateo. Uh-huh. And who would be down for anything? I'd probably just say Javi. I feel like you're always down yeah. for whatever. Like whenever we choose anything, it's just like a go with the flow and if it yeah. if it happens and yeah, like, like it's always like a no good pressure. time.
1: No pressure. Like we just kind of yeah, Except yeah. the one time we traveled to Miami and then we
0: were bad. We were at a at an impasse. Yeah. Yeah, that was a little different, but we have to read. We got to redo that Miami
2: trip. Yeah, we do. Um, we
0: do. It was fun, but I just yeah, I feel like Javier yeah, Miami's be...
2: different. You gotta have like a different energy to be in Miami. You do. Mm-hmm. You do.
0: And we're like getting older now, so I feel like the Miami scene is like young twenties and yeah, it might not. We we're might aging have to out soon. We gotta. Yeah, do it we soon. might just we have to hit up break like the, the, it. the really nice lounge bars of Miami. quiet. Yeah. 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 You know, restaurants maybe. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. And you all right y'all a- that difference all from That's me, yeah. I'm
1: like, okay um so if i had to guess a type for each of you i i think i just want to like pick like a celebrity i feel like y'all would oh. like mix with you know what i mean Love like it. that so i feel like daniel for you definitely like uh my cousin Karen. No. <laughs> I just feel saying. like that. That is like the a, opposite a, type of anything that so I like. that movie, if, still be in a movie soon. But if that, <laughs> but, if that, <laughs> but if that didn't work, like a Nicki Minaj or like, a, like I'm trying to think of, because I know you're into Latinas. I know you're. Well, I'm, a, Karen, I'm Karen. upset you put your
0: cousin and Nicki Minaj in the same. <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> nah, I feel like
1: no, like just not kidding around anymore. I feel like like a good like like it has to be a good mix. Of like smart intelligence drive, but also like you no, know, you can make your own money and, and you gotta be funny. You just gotta know about. Mm-hmm. So like uh, Nicki Minaj, I feel like, and I know you're a big fan. So mm, no. I know you know you like the curves. I know you like the sass. I know you like the, <laughs> the vibes. Yeah, I, you're you're for it. Um, um, yeah, they gotta be funny. That's M- like, yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's be true because
2: Daniel, you got <laughs> that's true. You paying, can't be boy. sensitive
1: around uh, around Dino because <laughs> you're paying your all a lot. Right. <laughs> yeah, Money, the things he tells me, and I'm like, dang! I'm all <laughs> the <Whatever. of> immigrants. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, nah, for Imani, I would say, uh, let's see. I feel like, like, like college educated. I feel like uh, drive. I feel like likes basketball, likes music, like you know, kind of has a chill. Because like Imani, you're pretty chill. You're pretty like humble. Like you know, something along those lines.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I gotta. Laid back, laid back vibe, but uh, you know, what I'm saying if she if she into the sports, you know, that's a super plus because you know a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of girls tapped in like that.
1: So we're, 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 if I could wish bad breath be on one person for the rest of the lives, would it be and why? Uh, you know, I I feel like I'm a good person, so I can't really pick somebody.
2: Yes, <laughs> wholesome. So, wholesome. Wow. <laughs> that wholesome segment.
1: Uh, but what I would say is, uh, let's see, yeah, like recently, someone at work has kind of gotten under my nerves, so that person. <laughs> Uh, and yeah. just because uh, they got to check their energy when they come talk to me, you know, like that. Uh, and I'm not usually a hater or anything, but definitely Ooh. that'll be, that, that, that's who I can think of right now. Just cause recently. Um, if we are like. going on a bro. T- yeah. Yes. Um, and <laughs> if we were going on a, on a trip with close friends, a bro strip who would flake last minute and not go. I feel like, I don't feel like I really have flaky friends like that. Oh. Uh, maybe Victor. Like, I don't think he would go on the trip, but like Victor would probably flake last minute. It, maybe. Oh. Uh, who would be the friend that gets lost in the mix all weekend? Daniel, for sure. I just heard about <laughs> Pendleton, and I've seen... <laughs> I've seen you in action in the past. I know um, how you do. So yeah. no, no surprise. Audibles. I love to lose a good shoe, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And who would be a cheap friend on the trip? So I feel like my friends aren't really cheap. I feel, you know what I mean? Like we're in a place now where we, we have careers, we have jobs. I feel like that's not really a thing. any. like, I know mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm not that Abe. Maybe whenever we'd go out for drinks in oh. college, Abe would never like, we'd all buy rounds, but then one person wouldn't. And I would yeah. be Abe. So I, <laughs> I hope he's changed. That, this I is me saying like, <laughs> this is me thinking about him in college. So I already, really, 50. you know,
2: yeah. It's been it's I been like, at least
1: eight. it's been eight years now. So I hope, and I know he's uh, making money. So I hope he, he's not I um And then who'd be down for anything? I feel like Daniel. Like you know, I'm just yeah. He'd be lost in the mix, but he'd also be like, yeah, let's go do the yeah, thing. We yeah, like that's it. All right. No, thank you both for for. Or indulging in those shady questions, it wasn't too bad. I any mean, yeah, money? Yeah. I think I think you answered them in a good way. Like you definitely not get <laughs> in trouble with anybody with the yeah, way you answered. Right. Maybe, we'll maybe right. Donald yeah. Trump. Yeah, yeah you know Donald Trump's gonna yeah. come after you, but let <laughs> I'll him. <be> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll be right. yeah. So uh, as we wrap up the episode, and um, you know, gonna wrap up what any last thoughts from either of you? Closing thoughts on uh, just the episode today?
2: Oh shoot, man! I think the, I think this podcast is you know on its way. It's you know it's already there i just think it just needs that extra exposure from to whoever it may be you know that like one person one person away from listening listening to this from blowing it up um, yeah i think i think y'all been doing great i listen to you all the time uh, y'all shoot y'all my mom's favorite podcast um, So you know <laughs> while, while i'm on it shout out shout out my mom all my sisters shout out my mm-hmm. folks my family my Friends, and wouldn't wouldn't have been here, wouldn't be who I am without any of y'all. And uh, you know, y'all too, Javi and Dan, y'all both inspire me. Creating space in media, um, doing doing your own way, doing it on your own, uh, making this your own. I don't really got to copy or you know piggyback off anybody else's style. I think that's commendable. And you know, folks looking up to y'all just like me. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, appreciate
0: that. Mm -hmm. My last words would just be, you know, you're definitely welcome back anytime on the Brown Sound. I am, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm definitely a fan. of of you two, your music and everything that you're doing with Indigenous Creatives and just in life, you know, I just feel like, like I said earlier, you know, watching my sister and all her friends grow up and be successful like you and Trey and Micah and her and all your guys' little crazy crew, like it's just cool to see you all continue to like crush your goals and just wishing you nothing all but more success and more good vibes and more life, you know, combination. (laughs) Yeah, and for me Imani,
1: I just want to say it's been uh, really great to get to know you, um, especially Especially this year when we met up in phoenix and i i uh just inspired by all the things that you've been able to accomplish in your life uh as an indigenous person as a biracial person um an afro-indigenous person there's a lot of things that we need to uh, traverse from even just recognizing like what you know navigating the complexity complexities of understanding our identities uh like i said mm-hmm. i relate to you on that front in a different way um because it's it's not knowing your place and second guessing yourself and your community that's that's hard and um, you've been able to push through it. You're now living in a new state. Uh, you know, I am uh, bummed out that you ra- that you were performing here at the College of Idaho. It's in my backyard. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> you know, if you come down here next time, I, I would love to go to one of your performances um, and, and even up in the area. So I look forward to to that and, and being able to go out and support and vibe to your, to your music. As a last thought, I would just say thank you so much for, you know, coming on here and spending your time getting vulnerable with us, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and it's always good to just uh, sit down with the bros and have a fun conversation laugh around and joke around about life um, and mm-hmm. I feel like our listeners are going to be inspired with your story so thanks again you're always welcome back um, and you know I, we look forward to to all the things you're going to be able to, uh, to accomplish for sure
2: right on thank you guys so much and yeah. I'll see you guys sooner than later too so y'all take yeah. care until then
1: absolutely so as a last thought we just want to remind everybody that we have our current Brown Sound t-shirt sale going on um, pre-orders are being taken those will close mm-hmm. at the end of next week so so if you want to submit an order, make sure to go to our Brown Sound Podcast uh, in- Instagram page, Brown Sound Podcast. Click on our link tree, and you'll be able to find all the details on how to submit an order. Mm-hmm. Um, as always, Daniel, uh, we we do our last spiel. Do you want to share with our with our peeps what it is? Yeah,
0: if you haven't yet, please consider giving us a five star rating on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to us. At. That helps us show up in the algorithm. So we appreciate any you know any rating, but we prefer a five star. Um, <laughs> If you haven't yet, follow us on Instagram again at the Brown Sound Podcast. That's where we share a lot of our, you know, content and interact with us. If you want to, you know, give us an idea of a topic or anything, hit us up on Instagram. That's the easiest way to get hold of us. Um, Other than that, uh, hopefully we'll see you all next week, wherever you're listening to this at. Uh, If you guys are coming to the area for the 2 Chains concert, you'll see me there. Can't wait for that. So,
2: yeah, other than that, adios. Go get your shirt. Go get your Brown Sound. Hey, go get your Brown Sound merch. <laughs> yeah.
1: We'll see everybody later. Adiós. Cut adiós. Yo. And muchas
0: gracias for listening to the Brown Sound podcast. We had a blast with you all today and make sure to tune in next time. To follow us more closely, check us out on Instagram at the Brown Sound Podcast. For partnership opportunities or just want to get a hold of us, you can shoot us a DM on Instagram. Disclaimer: The
1: thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the hosts and hosts only.